it happens to nearly every franchise. It's directed towards an artist's endeavor to create something, to express something, to simply say something. A fandom looks inward towards their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own expressions. And they wonder how those artists that they have supported with excitement, dedication, and enthusiasm didn't seem to align in a vision that they had anticipated, expected, theorized on, and endorsed with all their heart and soul, at least up until the artist's vision had no hope of correlating with their own. In May of 2010, a fandom of an ABC show called Lost called for the heads of Damon Lindelof and Carlton Cuse because they simply didn't get an answer to questions that the audience had imposed upon themselves to try and answer, disregarding whether those creators of the show had ever intended to answer those questions that the audience had deemed important, without considering whether those answers were actually relevant to the vision of the show and that of the show's creators. As season six progressed, episode after episode, the murmurs of the show running out of time to answer what turned out to be truly irrelevant questions grew. There are only seven episodes left. How the bleep are they going to have time to tell me why that bush in the 15th frame of the 23rd second of the 14th minute of the 16th episode of season two moved? And okay, maybe that's a little exaggeration of the cry of a fandom as Lost came to an end. But it's not that much of a stretch from what was being uttered across the different budding and growing social medias of the time. And there lies yet another cog in a series of wheels, making today's world perception of fact become muddy. On such medias, a small voice can be magnified well beyond its actual scope. All the while, a large voice tends to remain silent. I'd even venture so far as to say that politics has actually learned from franchise fandoms. Politics has learned that if you yell out enough and often enough using social medias, you can actually distort people's perception of fact, of truth, of proven science. But let me backtrack here just a bit because I'm not here to talk about really the evils of anything, nor the opinions of those who find themselves opposing the visions of the artists who create stories for us after they had long supported the process that led them to the place of opposition. I'm not here to tell you that any time an artist creates a show, they almost never intend for anyone to come away from experiencing that show to say, well, nothing happened. Or maybe I am. You can call me Captain Obvious if you wish, but I'll say the thing that nobody seemingly wants to hear anymore. We don't always get what we want. Some things in life are truly worthy of a do-over, or a remake, or reboot. I don't count television or movie franchises in that category. In 2019, a petition was started to remake Season 8 of Game of Thrones. Even just five hours ago, from the time that I'm recording this, someone new has signed it, adding to the total that has now reached 1,853,400 people. Hey, that's a lot of people. Or is it? In that same year, after the final episode of Game of Thrones aired in 2019, TVLine.com reported that the show had 44.2 million viewers per episode, which was an increase of 10 million viewers of gross audience over the previous season 7. 
Now, even optimistic math works that out to being about a 4.2% of the overall audience signing that petition. That means that over 95% of the audience did not think the season was that bad or that the issue was not worth complaining about. And don't forget that the petition has had three additional years after the airing to continue to gather signatures. To put this in a slightly different perspective, do you want to know the highest average presidential approval rating in my entire lifetime? 60.9% during the George H.W. Bush presidency. Franchises like Game of Thrones, Lost, Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, and many more have all suffered the outrage of fans. Fans who hold their own truths and visions of those franchises so close to the heart that anything new or different simply cannot be allowed to exist or even coexist. I can think of the Star Wars franchise and think of how Lucasfilm was gutted by fans during the prequel trilogy, or also gutted during the most recent trilogy, especially regarding The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker, when some rabid fans claimed that these instances had ruined the franchise for them. Of course, I'm betting that many of those fans came back for The Mandalorian or The Book of Boba Fett, and not out of forgiveness, but because no matter what, they just had to see what happened next. They had to see the next artist's vision for the story that they loved. I myself can't claim to be on some almighty high horse of forgiveness for any and all franchises, even though you'll often hear me say that it's hard for me to give any movie or episode of television lower than a 7 out of 10 rating. I too at one time used my platform to condemn Game of Thrones for the merging of the Sansa and Jane Poole storylines, and I even quit watching the remainder of season 5 over it and the majority of season 6 of that television show because of it. Fortunately, a good friend convinced me to come back, to give it a chance, to let go of my own real-world ideologies and trying to apply them to a television show, and to actually watch the show in the way that it was intended to be watched, for the purpose of entertainment and for the purpose of exposure to an artist's vision in an attempt to entertain me. In other words, no matter what end you come to, all you have at the end is the journey, and that truly does matter. Here in 2022, we have a big year of old franchises trying new things and new franchises coming to birth, as well as old franchises beginning to end. As that happens, let's not try to let a world where everything seems to be so absolute ruin our own entertainment. Don't get me wrong. We all have things that we like or dislike, things that hit or miss for us. That is fine. But today, it just seems easier to yell it out rather than talk it out, to point rather than to reason. There are pressing matters in this world that need that kind of energy far greater than television shows or movies. If you're someone who's really itching to end something, let's end hatred of people just because they're not like us. Let's end distorted truths that pit conspiracy theory against scientific theory. Let's create a place that is just plain happier. And while we're at it, let's let artists have the right to do that too. I'm Matt. You know where to find me.